I also think Hot Rod Charlie in this distance, I don't see it being a problem because Oxbow standing at Calumet Farm is the sire and Oxbow won the Preakness. And th- damn it, this distance Beep. is the Preakness. There were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared who had to buy some racing and they wanted to share it. Started a website where players go to see all their picks. The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk. They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly. Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie. From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner. There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner. As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exacta. There's only one site that you'll keep coming back to. So next time that the horses all line up at the post, make sure you use the website that'll win you the most. Whether Churchill, Oakland, Goldstream Parks, and Matoga, and all tracks in between, there's only one site to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets, racingdudes.com, as good as it gets, racingdudes.com, for all of your needs, racingdudes.com, for all of your leads, racingdudes.com, for all of your bets, racingdudes.com, as good as it gets. What is up? I'm Jack Welch, he's Aaron Halterman, this is a Blinkers Off. What's up, man? What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another Thursday night special. We, uh, we, did, we did some damage last Thursday, so... Try to keep it going, man. Now it's we're to the hundred point uh, derby races, and that's always, man, that's always gets really exciting. Uh, a win and you're in, and you finish second, and you're probably most likely in as well. So, yep, I, I can't believe we're already at this point in the season, though. Yeah, we're down to the, the the final stretch here. I know it's crazy. You know, you're 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 basically talking two more. Uh, I guess a couple. You know, it's the UA derbies, not the United States, but you've got that's a one hundred point race, Florida Derby. Mm-hmm. Of course, the Louisiana Derby, the Florida Derby, or I said that, and then the Jeff Ruby, but those are all races that are left in March. And then you're really down to the big, you know, the big, you know, the Arkansas Derby, the Wood Memorial, Santina, and, uh, and Bluegrass, and those are it, you know. And, of course, the Lexington is the last one. But it's just kind of cool to to be in this stretch where it's a, it feels like a normal stretch, whereas last year, obviously, um, it did not. You didn't know what races were going to be ran, if, if at all. So, yeah, it's, it's good. Uh, and Louisiana Derby, I mean – Going to mile three sixteenths. This is the closest these horses that are in this race will get to the Kentucky Derby distance until the Derby. So it's a uh, it's a good test for some of these. Uh, you know, which which has kind of been going into this race. There's a there's a handful of pretty good horses I feel like that are in Louisiana right now. Yeah, this this year I think. Uh, well, I think we're going to get into that even deeper here pretty soon. But uh, so stay tuned for that. But yeah, I do think it's definitely a deep class down there. Uh, they've been a fun group to follow all year long. And it's fitting that, you know, most likely they're going to decide what happens. We'll see. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a shipper that's going to be very interesting. But o- overall, you know, those three have put on a good show. And that's that's usually not the case uh, with Louisiana horses. Although, you know what? I feel like they're getting better. You know, like War of Will came out of out of that out of that circuit and won the Preakness. Uh, of course, Gunrunner was there not too long ago and, and got third in the Kentucky Derby and obviously went on to do big things. So I feel like the crop down there each and every year is is getting a little better and improving. So uh, certainly these three, yeah, they're right there. Uh, Joshua, thank you for tuning in. Head to the Sportsbook in Indiana. Let me know what's good. That's my boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, we have March Madness going on uh, today, right now, at least the the first uh, uh, the. the first four i guess or the last four whatever you call it and um and of course it really gets going tomorrow on on friday and saturday it's that's another thing right um that we have we have march madness this year um so that's that it's just it's that in itself uh teamed up with with derby preps it's gonna be a hell hell of a weekend uh, of sports um but yeah i mean last weekend we saw shocker bob baffert win the rebel um no surprise he actually ran one too I mean, really shouldn't surprise anybody. Uh, real quickly, concert tour. Is he better than Life is Good? No, he's absolutely not better than Life is Good, but he's very, very, very talented. Uh, I thought that was a really impressive performance and just got a great price on him. Just utter shocked by the fact that he did not go off the favorite, but I was happy that he didn't. Uh, very good price, dominated the field. I thought Rosario 
you know, he just said the hell with it. We're going to the lead. Come get us. Come try to beat us. And and nobody could even touch him. Could. And, uh, Top of the stretch concert tour is the leader. He's a quarter mile from a rev- oh, victory, and he leads by a length from Caddo River in second. To the outside, keep me in mind. Then get her number final furlong, and concert tour is now four lengths in front, and concert tour is running them off their feet in the Rebel. Concert tour, five lengths in front. Hosier might get second. Eight Rebels for Baffert Concert Tour. Wow. Big run. Yeah, just cruised. So I don't think we know quite how good he is just yet because he just cruised uh, all the way around there, never really asked him to run. His issue is we don't know that about life is good either because he hasn't been asked to run. So um, pretty good feeling for Bob Baffert to have two horses here that, uh, man, just just really, really talented but uh, this was a serious performance by Concert Tour. I put him number two on the rankings. I, I thought he he ran a you know just really really solid race. Yeah, Vicky, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in, Vicky. She says not uh, not as fast as life is good, but seems more professional. That seems that's a, that, that's a pretty good point because yep. you, you know when you have the typically the Baffert horses that ship into Oakland are the ones that you're most serious about because uh, now that's not always the case. Of course, justified. Uh, a horse like that, a late bloomer. But a lot of times they, they make that trip and it's like they are a little more professional because they're getting that. Most of the time it's bigger fields, right? It's bigger races mm-hmm. than you're going to have a Santa Anita. Uh, and then you so you're kind of getting that more. The professionalism is kind of coming out earlier than some of these horses. Like life is good is going to be raw up until the Kentucky Derby, you know, because he's just not really going to probably get a full test. Um, whereas concert tour you can say the the rebels field wasn't great after the fact, but going into it is a pretty salty field. And he made cattle river look like uh, a little chump, you know, and, and that was a, a pretty damn good horse. And so yeah. uh, he, he was so fast that he did that to him. Yeah. See, I don't play this game of it sucks after the fact I didn't do it, you know, in, in the San Felipe and I'm not going to do it with this. We, we, we all said those were two good races and after the fact, after blowout performances, I'm not going to go back and say, well, that field sucked. I just, I don't do that. I look at it how I looked at it before they ran the race. And that that race was supposed to be tough for him to win. Uh, and it wasn't. It was very, very easy for him to win. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm I really impressed with both of them. And, Vicky, I think you, you said it pretty well. Concerts are certainly more professional up to this point. Uh, one with his ears pricked, too, man. Like, he, he you know... <laughs> You kind of said it after the race. It's like the way he looked as far as crossing the wire and just galloping out the ears up. It did remind you of American Pharaoh's Rebel a little bit where he was just kind of in a race of his own. Uh, Obviously, the time didn't come back quite as fast. The number didn't come back quite as fast. Uh, But overall, this was this was a really, really solid performance. You know, it's uh, we can only hope, right, that we get anywhere anywhere close because you know we, we've talked about it before on the show where you had the you had the pharaoh dortmund kind of uh, that year where it was kind of like who's better because you didn't really two baffert mm-hmm. horses one stayed out west one went to oakland obviously american pharaoh was the one that went to oakland then they got the matchup in the kentucky derby and we all know what happened we kind of need to have that like who's better who's better life is good constantly they both win the sansina derby and, and arkansas derbies and they come back you know and then like who's better and then you get to find out in the derby so Obviously, that teamed up with, say, essential quality and who we know what's going to kind of come out of the uh, collab- uh, calibrate or collaborate, uh, 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 whatever the greatest. The, no, the uh, the Brandon Walsh. What's the Godolphin horse? Oh, prevalence. Uh, yeah. Pre- prevalence. Yes, yes. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're going to have the, there's going to be that kind of coming from that the, the Florida circuit. So I think yeah. you get some of those kind of everyone kind of maybe getting to the Derby with, with a lot of storylines, but all right, we got, we got plenty of Derby to talk about uh, coming up on the show with Louisiana Derby. First, before we do anything else, what's the best thing you saw today? Uh, I, I urge everybody to go watch the videos that uh, Joe Christofek is doing. Uh, they're called barn tours where he goes back to the, to the backstretch there at fairgrounds and he he'll do like a little two minute spiel about a horse, but he's standing right next to the horse. And, I think Joe Crispeck does a great job, but I'm not listening to a word he's saying. I'm just watching the horse and seeing if Joe gets bit, and uh, it's it's fantastic entertainment. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he was next to uh, Hot Rod Charlie last night, and Hot Rod Charlie got a got a piece of his shirt, um, and then he was next to Proxy, who's was just acting insane the whole time, trying to trying to murder uh, Joe. So I, I love that. I, I wish every track would do that because. 
at the end of the day, it's just fun to see all the horses. And, and like, you look at Hot Rod Charlie, it's like, wow, he is really cool looking. And then you look at Proxy, it's like, geez, that horse is tall. He got a long neck, you know? I mean, I don't know. That's what I like about it. Uh, so yeah, go go to go to Joe's uh, Twitter and check out all those videos. They're great. Yeah, I mean, it gives you, I don't know, like a face sort of, so to speak, to kind of root for. You, you get behind these horses. That's one of our favorite parts when we, Back when we used to go to the track, right? When mm-hmm. you'd go, we get to go. You'll go back to the barns, and we all we most of the time, yeah, we would we would we've met a lot of you know big time horses, but sometimes it'd just be like Iowa breads or something with with Kelly's barn. We'd be like, this is super cool, you know, yeah. like we love we love these horses. So um, anytime you can kind of get that touch of uh, and, and see these horses, especially right before a big race, um, I think it's awesome. Just adds a little bit a different element than just betting. Um, Best thing I saw uh, has to be the fact that I sold my house this week. How about that? So uh, don't have a place yet. So might be coming to live with you soon. We'll find <laughs> out. Uh, so make sure. But no, uh, yeah, the, the market obviously is just insane right now and and got an offer unlisted. And, uh, you know, I was like, okay, you know, like I was I was in the in the market to kind of start thinking about moving or selling and, and moving and it's just too good to pass up. So, yeah. um, yeah, I've been here for, gosh, I don't even know, six years, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, I'm excited for the, for the change. I'm, I, but I, I kind of brought that up to be like, I might have to come live with you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it might have to have, I, I don't foresee it, but it's just nice to know I have a, such a great friend that be willing to offer that to me and, and especially to me and the boys. Yeah. I was going to say you would be okay. It's what you bring with you. is a problem. <laughs> no, you've got, listen, I know you've got plenty of room. So we got one room for each of us. So we'll be good. So you actually, would, yeah, that would actually work. But uh, listen, I urge you to find something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're up against it though. You're going to have to, you're going to have to quit messing around. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be here before you know it. No, I know. Trust me, but you know it, it's an extended closing, so it's not you know it's not thirty days. So we got we got a little time, but uh, yeah, it's uh, shit's getting real now. So yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not doing anything this time of the year, anyways. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. So might as well <laughs> add in selling and moving into a, another house. Um, but, all right. Uh, thank you, everybody. By the way, for tuning in. If you are tuning in, tuning in live with us right now on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, if you're not, what are you doing? Next time you're listening to this after the fact, make sure you tune in. Uh, live with us and just all you gotta do is subscribe to any of those social media channels you'll get alerted when we go live uh we'll get to the show that we have we have kind of a, a big car to talk about at louise at uh the louisiana derby at fairgrounds so on today's show we got, are going to preview the one million dollar louisiana derby at fairgrounds the first 100 point kentucky derby prep of 2021 then we're gonna get some rapid selections for some of the remaining stakes action on the undercard at fairgrounds let's go They're off to the Twinspires.com Louisiana Derby. All right, let's go to Fairgrounds on Saturday, race 14, the Twinspires.com Louisiana Derby. It's a great two with a million dollars for three-year-olds. Going one at 316th miles, field of eight shows up for this one. Eight to five morning line favorite mandolin for Brad Cox Flow. They're looking to do it again here, but you've got the same kind of trio of horses. They're going to proxy, of course, Midnight Bourbon. Seven to two on proxy. You got five to one on Midnight Bourbon. And then you got the new shooter, number five, Hot Rod Charlie. Uh, not listed as Doug O'Neill because of a suspension, but it is Doug O'Neill trained. Rosario back to ride, which I thought was a great sign that he's coming with the horse at three to one. So those are your main players here. What do you think of this race? Yeah, I think first and foremost, we're going to find out a lot about these Louisiana horses. And I want to thank Hot Rod Charlie for making the trip out because you know, we know that he's kind of in that second level of California horse, right? Like life is good as in another another ballpark, but uh, he's in that Medina Spirit, Roman Centurion, Hot Rod Charlie. They're kind of all to get there together. And now we get to see Hot Rod Charlie take on these three Louisiana horses. So it's not a great sign if Hot Rod Charlie wins this race for the right. rest of these Louisiana horses. <laughs> I think you can kind of toss them out. Listen, I think Hot Rod Charlie is going to be tough. I'll start with him. He's not my top pick, but he he's who I put in second. Uh, and I think you touched on a big point. Rosario comes in here to ride him uh, so he could win two preps in a row here. Of course, last week he wins with Concert Tour. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think Rosario is a big positive. Uh, 
I also think Hot Rod Charlie in this distance, I don't see it being a problem because Oxbow standing at Calumet Farm is a sire, and Oxbow won the Preakness. And th- damn it, this distance Ding. is the Preakness distance. So there you go. Um, I like Hot Rod Charlie, but I don't think you can go against Brad Cox down here. Uh, I thought I thought Mandaloon kind of separated himself a little bit from the other two big horses. Uh, you know, down here uh, in that Risen Star performance. He was kind of pulling away there at the end. I really like Mandaloon to win this thing. Uh, I, I could not go against Brad Cox. Uh, I, I messed with Proxy for a little while. Uh, I watched all the replays. As far as breeding, Proxy's the one that should like the distance. I just don't know what his excuse was last time. I thought if he was good enough, he would have won last time. I could see him getting second and third again, but uh, I couldn't put him on top. Plus, I kind of see everybody's picking proxy. It's like, yeah, he's the wise guy horse, I feel like, here. So those usually don't win. Yeah, you know, they're throwing blinkers on, um, you know, trying to change things up, obviously, hoping that makes a difference. And and it might. You just, like you said, you don't. This horse, like the like, blinkers should have had nothing to do with that last race. He was right there to win, or you know, he just couldn't get by. Mandolin to me, Mandaloon, Mandolin. I like Mandolin personally, but I, I, I think he he separated himself. I agree in the Risen Star. He this horse has been the favorite in all four starts of his career. Um, yes, he got beat in LeCompte, came back, you know, dominated the Risen Star, added blinkers. He looks like a different horse. Bumped up his buyer seven points off that last effort. He really, really stepped up. He's been working like a monster going into this race yet again. And I kind of feel like he's, it's kind of weird. And I don't know if it's just a matter of, because, you know, when you have these, you know, Louisiana, like sometimes these horses down, down the bayou kind of get forgotten. I feel like on the, on the, on the trail, but it seems like, you know, Cattle River and, you know, excited about him and of course central quality, but it's like Mandaloon is just kind of like sneaky good to me. Like he's maybe the horse that's not named, life is good or maybe not na- not trained by bob baffert that has a shot you know and, and david bruce that thanks for making a comment says will we see the Kentucky Derby second or third place finisher here in this race and he's the kind of horse that not only could get second and third but for whatever reason you know the baffert doesn't fire in the derby or whatever like he's a horse like i think he's that good i, I really think he's been campaigned really well he's he's kind of gonna come into the the kentucky derby let's i would think it's you know he runs his race here um, coming into it in a pretty damn good form. Uh, so to me, he's the one that I think not only uh, he's my pick to win here. I think he's got a shot to win the Kentucky Derby. If he, you know, obviously he wins here, uh, he's got to win here to continue that progression. I think I totally agree with what you said. And I think you can say the same for proxy. You know, if he turns the tables here, let's say the blinkers work and he turns the tables, he's another one. He's been campaigned really well. He's kind of been forgotten about, He's got a great, you know, pedigree, uh, you know, he, you know, he's got great connections. He's another one that's got a shot. So yeah, to, to, to David's question. Yeah. I, I do think we could see a, a horse come out of this race and hit the board in the Kentucky Derby for sure. Uh, another thing that I, these horses, all of them, you can throw midnight bourbon in the mix and really hot rod Charlie. If you want to, you want to talk about him, they all kind of have that style that you have to have to win the Kentucky Derby. They, they are up towards the front and they can stay at least so far. They prove that they can stay. Now this is another challenge, obviously so far you could say with, with each, each one of those runners, they've got early speed and they've got staying power. That's how you win the Kentucky Derby. So I, yeah, I'm with you. I think, I just think these horses are dangerous. Um, It's like said, I think this crop is very good down there in Louisiana and uh, the only thing that's going to disprove it coming out of this race is if Hot Rod Charlie wins. Then you're going to go, oh, man, we overrated him. Now, if, if what which, which way do you go more? It sounds like you're going more on the overrated. But what let's say Hot Rod wins this race. And, and do you go more like, wow, Hot Rod Charlie is like he's improving. He's like that, maybe at this distance or he's I mean, that's a horse that all of a sudden is really, really good. Or are you more like. We kind of know what he is, and this the bar is just better out west than apparently than it is here. Yeah, I think the second one for sure. Now, listen, if he runs away and wins by like eight, then then you go <laughs> okay. But uh, I see a if he if he wins, I don't think it'll be a blowout win. And no. uh, yeah, I would just say 
good on Hot Rod Charlie. Huge win. Horse is getting better. I would say that. But you can also kind of draw a line. Because if you can't beat Hot Rod Charlie, I don't think you're going to beat, you know, the the Baffert duo. Uh, So um, that's where I would kind of fall with it. But you know, it's a horse race. Anything can happen. We we, we can we can uh, we might see an eight link victory. You know, Oxbow he he came down here and won the comp by like eleven links. Uh, I remember that very well. So uh, you mm-hmm. know, you can see it, but I, I doubt it. I think it's going to be close. You know, the thing about Hot Rod that's really intriguing is he. You know, since he's added blinkers, obviously he's been a different horse. Uh, you know, hasn't you know them his mate breaking his mate. He hasn't won. You know, he got finished. That, you know, everything kind of about him has been kind of how good he looks in defeat where he gets yeah. beat by you know, less than a link to essential quality in the British cup at 94 to one, you know, he, you could just put the three and a hat in, in the uh, Robert B. Lewis. I mean, all Medina spirit, Roman Cetarian and Rod, Rod Charlie, all finished hit the wire at the same time, basically. Um, you know, you put that great effort again off the bench and it's just like, at some point he's got to break through. I will. The thing about him is like, I feel like you, I can feel pretty confident saying, especially if you watch his last work, he's going to bring it like he's going to try. He's going to, he's going to make the effort. He's, he's going to be a hard, you know, person to pass, hard horse to pass. Um, he's going to give it his all. It's just a matter of, like you say, the, the bar, how, where does it compare to these horses that are in this race distance? Obviously, you know, we haven't seen him go this long, but I'm with you. Oxbow um, sure. Certainly got the distance. So you would think wouldn't be, I, and you're right. You you said it really well because when I was going through trying to kind of who do I try to pick here to beat Mandaloon because he obviously has the perfect setup, but it's like a lot of these do because there's there's a lot of speed in the race and you got to think okay these horses are going to sit off and you're almost like well Hot Rod Charlie could do that Mandaloon could do that Proxy could do that so it's almost like they should all kind of get a pretty clean uh, trip you would think and it's just a matter of who has that kick you know and, and yeah. it's going to be a, I think I think it might be a hell of a finish I really That's- do. I, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of why I went away from Midnight Bourbon here a little bit, and I, I mean he can hit the board here. You know the pace is just like a perfect setup; he can win. But out of the out of the four big ones, he seems like one that kind of needs that lead more so than the other ones. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm I, I'm definitely with you. Um, David also says, "Can Hot Rod Charlie not make the Derby Gate racing in California?" Um, well, one, one thing to at least mention in terms of that is, you know, after that big effort, he Doug O'Neill said that he was afraid to bring him back at a normal time frame. And, that, and the way the time fit, it made sense to run him here um, because of, he said, if you have run a horse that, when that horse runs that hard, that well off of the layoff, they are, they tend to bounce a lot on their next start. And so he gave him more spacing, obviously January 30th was when he ran that last race. So it's been about a month and a half. So he, obviously he wanted that, that separation and maybe he also thinks the distance is going to help as well. Yeah. I think the long, he's, he told Joe Christopher the long stretch. He really likes that uh, for, mm-hmm. for hot rod Charlie. And yeah, distance is a thing too. The other thing you got to think about uh, it, when they made the decision to point to this race, they probably thought the Santa Anita Derby was going to be really loaded. And now I really think the Santa Anita Derby is going to be life is good. And then everybody else is going out of town. Uh, I really think that's going to happen. So, you know, hindsight 2020, maybe they just would have waited for the Santa Anita Derby and said, okay, we'll just do that. But uh, you know, overall, I don't think this is a horrible idea uh, to send him here. I I think they, they probably made the right choice. I mean, right now, hot rod, if we're talking hot rod, he sits at 10 points. Yeah. Um, so he, you know, he, he would need to, this is a 140, 20, 10 for your top four finishers. Obviously he finished second. He's in finishes third. He's on the, that bubble, um, yeah. 30 points. Uh, would you, could you ever imagine given that he has been very lightly, uh, raced in this prep season, if he say were to finish third, which would be very possible considering, you know, this is not the easiest fields, um, say he runs a good race and still finishes third uh like the lexington or something i mean do you think that's even in the realm uh because obviously he has ran well at keeneland do you think that's possible this race gives you options okay because you you you've got that last gasp that you can try to do so yes i do think it's possible uh that this horse rolls back and, and tries the lexington uh you know if he just needs a couple more points so yeah i i definitely think that's possible i, I would 
I would look for that, but hopefully he doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah. Well, hey, you and me both, buddy. You <laughs> and me both. All right. Uh, final question. So I, uh, you know, the typical question I ask when we do these preps, how many of these horses do you think are legit derby contenders out of here? Because we're down to the stretch here. This is it. So you, obviously there's going to be, we know Mandaloon's won. Win or lose, he's won because he's got, he, yeah. he should get have enough have the points to get in. But who else? Mandaloon, Proxy, and Hot Rod, Hot Rod Charlie. <laughs> I think we're going to get three of them. I really do. And we might get four. So you, 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 don't, you don't think Midnight Bourbon can get in? I, I'm not expecting him to run very well here. I'm really not. I, but what, he what should he get have? in. I think he's, he's in good shape. Let me look that up. Uh, he's got 26. So yeah. yeah well, um, four, uh, fourth gets him in. Yeah. 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 He just seems like a horse that as long as he gets the points, they're going to run him there. Um, you know, he, he's ran, I, it just feels like, you know, the way he ran a pretty good third, you know, just if he runs a third or fourth again here, you got to think you're, you got to think that, Hot Rod, Mandolins, uh, Midnight Bourbon, and Proxy. That seems like the top. That should be the top four, right? Um, uh, and then Proxy and uh, Manda, or Proxy and Hot Rod are the ones that need the points. Mm-hmm. They, they need they need the points badly here. So, um, what's Proxy have? Proxy has. He should have. What do you get for that race? Uh, he should. I think he's. Yeah, I just I just exit out of it. Hold on, I'm going back. <laughs> He's, he's got, got 25. So yeah. he's right. He's right there with Midnight Bourbon. So, yeah. you know, really a fourth place finish by any of these horses other than uh, Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Yeah. And is they're, they're, they're pretty much safe. Hot Rod needs, Hot Rod really needs a, uh, a top three finish um, yeah. in order to keep, keep the conversation alive. I think definitely top two would get him in. So, all right. You and I are. Kind of on the same. I think we're pretty much on the same page with this race. We both really like the six. We both really think these top four are the top four of the race, and we think Hot Rod, if there was possible, he he could win this race if if the measuring stick is not as high as we thought it was at the fairgrounds. <laughs> Time for rapid fire, presented by Manscaped. Support for Bunker's Office brought to you by Manscaped, who is your best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers premium engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments. To provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. And we have exclusive offer to give you guys right now. 20% off with free shipping with promo code DUDES. That's D-U-D-E-S at manscaped.com. How's it going, Halton? How's, how's the grooming going? It's going well, man. We're, we're still, like I say, every week, we're, we're very much enjoying ourselves. Uh, the, Manscaped has kind of changed my life in, in a way, uh, to be to be completely honest. So, uh, you know, I, I love it, but Heather really loves it. And um, that's all that matters. It, it, it's, it's, is it too much to say that I, that I have, uh, I have uh, tested out the, the uh, you know, the gut feedback? Can we call it that? Really? No, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to hear it. <laughs> and, and and let me tell you, I they're I'm on they're on board. They're on board. I mean, I, it was perfect. So uh, my experience was great. I think hers was. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, no. And, um, she said, "Whoa, is that Manscaped?" And I was like, "Yes, it is." And then there you go. I said, "Did you use promo code Deuce?" Like, yep. And so there you go. Yeah. It works. Every day. No, it's perfect. Uh, it's, it, it, who like. I, who actually came up with this is genius because it's 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 it's, a, it's unbelievable razor in general, but the fact that you're you've got the, the the marketing around it and it's just it actually works. It's perfect. Um, you know, you can. I don't know about you, but I know a lot of guys have, sh- have shaved like with the same razor they use on their face, and that's just that's just gross. So you you got to have a. <laughs> I have separate bags: one for the beard, one for the okay. So, make sure you go to manscaped.com, enter promo code DUDES, get 20% off free shipping with DUDES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping it with code DUDES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped.com. Your balls. Well, thank you. All right, let's get to 
some racing at Fairgrounds on the undercard. This is a hell of an undercard. I talked about it a little bit on the uh, on the intro there. You, you obviously have some serious horses that are going to be running. Uh, we'll talk. We'll start. Let's let's do it. This one we sometimes do it back and forth, but with, with only four on the undercard, let's just go through race by race. Let's go to race ten. Uh, this is. The Tom Benson Memorial Stakes, $150,000 for Phillies and Mayors, four-year-olds and up, going one with 16 miles on the turf. Field of 13 lines up for this one. Delica, three, two, one. What do you think about this one? Yeah, I think this one seems ripe for an upset. And Delica looked very good last time out, but uh, I tried to beat her then, and I'll try to beat her again. I'm going to go with the two-horse Dominga on top at eight to one for Brad Cox, Florent Giroux. Uh, first start as a four-year-old. I really like that angle, especially with Brad Cox. Um, and, you know, this horse was pretty decent uh, as a three-year-old. Ran in some tough races, uh, competitive, never could really break through. Um, but I, I really like this horse coming back, like say, first time as a four-year-old. Uh, logical field, but still a tough field. And I think if this horse wasn't doing well, they could find her a little bit of an easier spot. So the spotting in a stakes race kind of makes me think that this horse is ready to go. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to upset uh, the field here. I see a lot of speed. I think this horse closes pretty well. So I'm gonna go number two, Dominga. Hey, I just saw the. You, did you end up winning that tournament at Sam Houston? Yes, I did. All right, nice job. I just saw I just saw the text to me and Samich. There you go. You finally yeah. broke through. Finally. Two. You got a first place at, uh, what did you get there? Uh, I mean, 49 entries. There you uh -huh. go. It, nice job. Yeah, last time I talked to you, the, you lost that the second to last race. And it was, you thought, would you go to third? So, you do, would you in the last race? Yeah, I, I, I was in third and uh, I had a three to one horse picked. And then the horse got bet way down, but it still, it won and it paid just enough. So, I, I won by like three or four bucks. So, yeah, it was nice. It was great, man. I First time ever I've, I've been able to actually come through at the end so <laughs> it was a good feeling <laughs> put it all together that's what it's all about and you got some cash to uh yep. to burn now to waste yep. on these more tournaments so um all right let's get to my pick here I, I think this is i'm with you on trying to pick an upset uh i actually went with another eight to one i went with number six temple city terror Brennan walsh uh with rosario on board Listen, I mean, you, you look at this race and it seems like it's ripe. And you look at the way the horses ran at Fairgrounds, has plenty of opportunities with six starts, only one win. Um, but the way this horse has just consist, can been consistently uh, running, it, it has been just just consistent enough, I feel like. Obviously, the two back was the sixth place finish with beating five and a quarter. But you look, other than that, you know, a win, you know, a win, second, a win. I mean, this horse consistently is closing in uh, and, and this race kind of looks like it's going to take a, a closer that's going to come running late and guess who gets on board rosario and if there's a if, there, if there's a better finisher in the game you tell me but rosario jumps back on board who he won with at churchill back last year last may so he's back on board he's rode this horse before i love it um and he, and he, pull, he pulled off a slight upset that day when he won it won by two. So I love the fact that here he is again, jumping up. And, and I think, you know, at eight to one, you're going to see a lot of that price. Yeah. Vicky, there you go. Vicky says thoughts. There you go. Tipple city tear. That's, that's the horse. That's, that's like my girl there for, you know, I, I think she's got a big shot and, you know, you look at like, okay. Who's like, you know, Dominga, like you, that's your pick, you know, Delica, who's, you know, consistently runs, you know, mid to high 80 buyers. Well, Tipple City Terror does that. I mean, maybe high, that last effort was an 85 buyer, which was pretty good. Um, comes back again to face Delica, but give me, give me Rosario, give me Tipple City Terror, give me a little bit of upset. I love Tipple City Terror here at a price. I like uh, Clement, or Christoph Clement at 10 to 1, logic and reason. I am with you. I have that. I'm going to use that horse for sure. I almost picked that horse on top. So mm. I, I'm with you there. Gets Johnny V to ride on that one as well. Yep. So I, yep. I, I thought so. Like, I think we're on the same page as, you know, this is a, a tough pick five sequence, um, you know, in terms of a couple of these lakes. And there's some lakes you can go thin in. And this race doesn't seem like one of them. This one seems like this is one that you need to spread, try to go for prices, because if you're going to get paid, because the bottom line is even if the favorite wins, like if you're going to get paid, it seems very logical that it's going to be by getting one of those home and not 
what we're going to talk about next. So, yeah. Um, all right, let's go to race 11. This is the New Orleans Classic Grade 2. With 400K for four-year-olds and up on one one-eighth miles. Uh, this is this is a tricky one because you have a horse like Owendale at 9-5 to five who probably is a deserving 9-5 to five morning line favorite. But this race just – you try to beat that price, and it's hard to. And also it's hard to come up with any horse that – is going to show any speed whatsoever in the race. And then and, and obviously Owendale, a horse that likes to, to come from out of it. So you kind of have to, the question of, is this field just not, you know, it's just much less than he usually faces. And so even if he doesn't have like a, a perfect pace set up, it's not going to matter. Or do you use that against him? And, and so to speak, and try to beat him. Yeah, this race is crazy. If you remember last week, I really liked Silver State in a similar race at Oakland, and I thought, i I got to play Silver State here. I hate everybody in this race. I think the lack of pace actually is not going to hurt Owendale because nobody is going to be out in front. Like, Owendale, sit down while I say this. He might be one of the fastest horses early in this race. Like, that's how paceless the race is. There's nobody here. I actually think a closer will win because they're all going to be really close. Uh, only my boy, the three horse of 12 to one is who I'm going to pick. And I, I, I don't want to play Owendale a short price. I don't want to play Roadster at a short price. Uh, I don't want to play Sonneman at a short price. Only my boys won two in a row. Gets Irad Ortiz to ride. Um, yes, it's a step up in class, but I just said I don't like any of the horses in here. So is it that big of a step up? No, I don't think so. Only my boy, the three horse, 12 to one. I'm just going to take a swing here. I think this horse is improving. And I think uh, this is a perfect race for a horse like him to jump up and win. Listen, I, uh, I'm, I, I, here's the thing I got to where I'm at. I just think, cause you got to go deep in the last race. You've got to go. I mean, it depends on how, what you feel, but at least it, to me, I'm going too deep in the oaks i think you go two uh or go three at least three deep maybe four deep in the in the losing a derby um it depends on what your thoughts are on the next one uh if you're looking for a price or you're going to play the favorite but this seems like if you want i kind of like owendale as a single just because i just think not because i love the horse but i just this race is garbage and and i'm with you you know you look at his past performances and He's not always, I mean, yes, he lots of times he comes out of the clouds, but he has been right, you know, the Al Shiba, he sat there third, you know, just real right, right on the pace there. Um, you know, and, and to, to buy my standard who won that race, you know, he, unfortunately he hasn't won a ton of races, but mostly because he races in grade one, grade two races. And this is not, <laughs> this is not those level that we've, he's been facing. So yeah. I, I'm with you. I think he's, you know, I think flow will have him close. You know, he he uh, he came off of the, the layoff and, of course, ran into a very sloppy track in the Razorback. Got beat by a ton by Mystic Guide. But let's be honest, Mystic Guide's like probably the best older horse right now. Yeah. Male older horse in the country. I mean, very well might be after Maxfield faltered. So, yeah, I mean, there's nothing to, to fall on coming back on that. And you get uh, it's kind of a second off, which Brad Cox is really, really good at. And I just think. He'll be he'll set a close pace and it kind of just feels like he'll kind of just cruise around the track and kind of do his thing because the rest of these horses just kind of suck. You, you said it best. They kind of suck. And yeah, that's why listen, if, if Owendale was five to one, I'd probably play him. But I mean, the, the race is so bad. Like there was a comment, why is Owendale continually a favorite? Because he's he finds these shitty spots all the freaking time. Like who's gonna be the favorite? I agree. It's like that ah, is a horrible favorite, but it's like who you gonna who would you want to bet here at a short price? Yeah, I mean it's bad. If you look at like like he's only actually been the favorite, you know, let's say twice since mm-hmm. uh since twenty you know since twenty nineteen I'd say so he was he was a favorite in the Razorback last out that's fair. Um, I didn't like him. I I liked Mystic Guide that day, so I I mean of course I yeah. I don't. I wouldn't have played him that day as a favorite. Um, he was a favorite of the Pimlico Special. Um, yeah, I, you know, coming in off of the second place finish from the second place finish in the Al Shiba, you know, Pimlico Special is definitely a, a lower level than that. So I, I kind of get that. But yeah, I mean, playing him at nine to five, there's nothing fun about that, right? Uh, right. But to me, when I'm looking at the sequence itself, it's like if I'm trying to find because I'll tell you in a second that I'm going to try to beat. Uh, Colonel Liam, 
if you're looking for kind of the, the free square, so to speak, take who you think the best horse is in the race is. And I think you and I both agree the best horse actually in the race is probably number two, Owendale. So that is who I'm picking. Next up, race 12, the Meniz Memorial Classic. It's a grade two or 300K for four-year-olds and up on one and one-eighth miles on the turf. Field of 12 lines up for this one. And listen, this is the, uh, uh, for the day, this is the first big time start to kind of come out on the track. Three to one on number five, Colonel Liam, your Pegasus World Cup turf winner, the buddy superstar for Todd Fletcher, Irad Ortiz to ride now listen i'm not going to sit here and tell you he's not the best horse in the race or you know you're not going to say it but are you going to try to beat him in the race or is it kind of like i was talking about with owen dell where it's like listen you got to take what they give you he's going to be tough to beat play and move on i i am definitely going deep in the first two races we talked about and then short here i'm going to go colonel liam uh i i just think that race last time out showed wow he is really really good uh the I kind of hate these horses when I kind of are against them in a big race and then they run like that. And now all of a sudden I got to go with him and that's a little bit scary, but I, I just think he's the best horse. Uh, you know, you've got some in here that, that makes sense but at the same time he beat them and he beat them fairly easily last time out. So I just, I couldn't get there as far as this horse is going to turn the tables on Colonel Liam and then the horses he's facing that have been running at fairgrounds just not good enough. I would love to have seen factor this at his best take on Colonel Liam because that may have been a battle, but I don't think factor this is anywhere close to his best. And uh, Vicky asked a question. Do we know which yeah, horse is the horse Irad is flying into ride on Saturday? I have to think it's Colonel Liam. It has to be. I mean, it's, he, he rode, uh, he's at, ridden this horse three times, two of the last starts, including of course the Pegasus World Cup where he won it's a really impressive race. I mean, this is a horse that's only ran six starts, won four of them. Really, you know, he, the, past his struggles of, of kind of breaking his maiden, um, this is a horse that just, the Saratoga Derby had some trouble. He's just been really tough. Uh, you know, it's hard to kind of find anything. Obviously, a huge time purchase um, for Liam's, uh, Liam's map being a $1.2 million purchase for uh, the Lowe's. So, I mean, obviously he's the one to beat here and and like vicky says free square yeah i mean like i'm not going to fault anybody for trying to to uh to to do that my thought here is that whereas a lot of people are going to try to beat owendale a lot of people are going to try to single colonel liam so if you can somehow get colonel liam beat all of a sudden you knock out a ton of people you got the free square so to speak in owendale in the last race and here if you can get him beat you're going to open up the ticket prices drastically. So especially when you're talking about, like, say, Colonel Liam wins, say, Travel, you know, Travel Column wins, and then, say, Mandaloon wins. Then, I mean, the, the sequence is just not going to pay a lot, especially if you have Owendale win. You know what I mean? So it's just like you got to try to find something somewhere. Uh, I went with the four horse, Cross Border. And, I, again, I mean, it, it, depending on what I I probably will play Colonel Liam as well because, I mean, I hate to get beat by this horse in my in – my, uh, multis, but I just think cross border. You know, this horse ran third to uh, this uh, the Colonel Liam, the favorite in the Pegasus World Cup last time out. Ran a good effort. Um, you know, then he gets you know back to Lasix here, which I think is only going to help him kind of get back to it. And, and he's been a very consistent horse. You know, just over his time fairgrounds, he's won ran one race, finished second. He's got three starts at this distance, two wins. Gets Jose Ortiz, um, who's ridden this horse before for the course with Mike Maker. These when they do ride together or they team up together, they hit about 20%. So I like that as well. He's just a very, very consistent horse. And I like that about him. And, and really, if you want to, if you look at the way this horse has ran over his career, obviously a seven-year-old versus a four-year-old, but this horse has hit triple digit, triple digit buyers several times, whereas Colonel Liam still hasn't, isn't there yet. So you can at least make a case that, okay, he's there. It's just a matter of him running his race. Maybe, and maybe they're about to, cross each other and cross Colonel Liam shoots up past cross border. Maybe he did in the Pegasus World Cup. But I think if you're trying to get a horse to beat him, cross border is the one that to me seems most logical. And finally, probably the favorite race of the day for me, race 13, twinspires.com, fairgrounds, Oaks grade two with 400 k Phillies. Three-year-olds going one with 16th miles. And it's a Kentucky Oaks prep race. 140, 20, 10. So just like the race after this, the Louisiana Derby, which is the same point for the Derby. 
Same thing here. You get in this one, you're going to get to the Oaks. And let's be honest. I mean, you, it's amazing we get to see these horses match up now for a third time because Travel Calm, the eight horse at five to two. Two to one, Clary Air, the sixth horse for Steve Askinson, who turned the tables last time out. These horses keep battling back and forth, and they definitely seem like the two that you want moving into the Kentucky Oaks. So it's a matter of who gets the best of who in the last prep for the uh, Kentucky Oaks. So I I think Travel Column turns the tables back in her favor today. I, I really I believe, too. you know, last time out, this horse, I think she just kind of got to the lead and kind of idled, whether that was the jockey's fault or she just kind of waited on horses. Uh, you know, you look at her other races, uh, they seem to be a bit stronger than Clarier overall. I think overall she is a little bit better of a horse. So I'm going to pick Travel Column uh, once again here. I think this horse, uh, as 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 uh, you just said right here, will be ready to roll. I totally agree. I think this horse is going to get ready to run a huge race and uh, will be the favorite for the Kentucky Oaks off of this race. Now, let me throw out one horse, though, that I think could upset the apple cart. And this is a horse that's going to be on my tickets. The four, Little Tootsie. Look out for this horse. That's all I'm going to say. Luis Saez jumps aboard. This horse has won two in a row, both here at Fairgrounds. This horse, I think, is sitting on a big one, too. I think if anybody's going to upset him, it's going to be the four. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, and I, and I almost thought you were going to say the ones as well because, you know, you have Leah Saez, who rides for Pletcher, obviously rode that horse in two starts, including winning the forward gal, jumps off of that horse. Um, whether that's because Irad, you know, they wanted Irad or what, but you would think if Luis Saez has ridden her the first two starts of her career, that's where he would stay, right? Especially for Todd Pletcher. So what'd you make of that? I thought Zajil or Zajel was terrible in the forward gal. I mean, like beyond bad. I If that horse wins this race, I will be shocked off of the forward gal. If she can upset these two horses, and she, I mean, she only got a 66 fire that day. Here you go, Miranda playing against both Travel Call and the Clarier and going with, uh, what is that horse? What, what number is that? The yeah, five, five horse. horse. And yeah. then also going with your horse, Little Tootsie, the four horse. So she's trying to go to the upset here with Bill Mott and Amos. Uh, Bill Mott, uh, his horse with Jose Ortiz coming in off a made special weight win at Gulfstream Park, an impressive one at that. We'll see. Uh, Judd Montehorse. Interesting. Uh, I'm surprised that you're going against both of them here. I just think these two horses are in a league of their own. Um, I, I just, it, it'd be shot. And honestly, I'm with you. I think Travel Calm, I don't know what it was. If she just got bored, if she got lazy, if she made the stretch or made the lead and just kind of just idled. Um, and you kind of look at that race and, and Claire Air had to just run her ass off. I mean, and she did. You know, give her credit. She did. But it, Travel Column just cruised and then got got beat. You know, just got you know got caught. I think she'll be more ready this time. I think Brad Cox will be more ready. I think Flo will be more ready. I think, you know, this horse is obviously very young, only making her fifth start. She's going to continue to get better. So I really think she turns the tables here. Uh, moving forward, do you – what do you do? You know, like is this a, is this, is this a back, back and forth for you? And then say Travel Column does what you think she's going to do and wins here – um, are you like, is she your Oaks pick or do you think they can continue to kind of go, trade punches? Honestly, I have no idea who's going to win the Kentucky Oaks as we sit here right now. Like none. Um, this race is going to be a big first step in trying to figure that out. Yeah. I mean, if she wins here, I would think so. But again, it, 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 it's, it's, it's hard to make a blanket statement until we see how the race was run. You know, how did the winner look? Was it a close race? Did the, did the runner-up have trouble? All that kind of stuff. But I, I've kind of went into this year thinking Travel Column will eventually be my Kentucky Oaks picks or pick. And now here she is. She did lose last time out, but she can definitely redeem herself here. So, uh, you know, long answer, yeah, I think she probably will exit here as my pick if she can win. But I, I am not like overly confident that she's going to get the job done here. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still not. Yeah. I'm with you. You travel. It, let's travel call my heirs. And you're just like, okay, that's the horse. Um, it's going to be hard to come, like come up with whereas you kind of feel like you're starting to narrow it down, even though you can narrow down a few in the Oaks, uh, you know, and you got that Dallas Stewart horse as well out there yeah. at Oakland. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But I think here on this day, 
I think Travel Column turns, uh, you know, turns the page on her a little bit here. Number eight, Travel Column, you and I both got her. <laughs> so tell me how to check out RacingDudes.com for our free picks and our premium selections on our Handicap Products page with the products link at the main menu at RacingDudes.com to learn more. Just go to RacingDudes.com. It's a brand new website. Get Racing Dudes Premium. Big button on the menu bar there. And you can access our, uh, our, our premium section where you can get our, you know, premium picks for the you know for for saturday you get solo bombs you get rockets uh of course we have a wager guide available next week for the florida derby we had the rebel one last week that did really well um so everything there is included uh with the subscription so you go make sure you check out all the options at racingdudes.com uh if you haven't yet go listen to the magic mike show they just did the uh they did friday tomorrow so if you're uh, if you're looking to handicap the stronic five tomorrow the sequence 150 uh, $150,000 carryover they got races from Laura Park, Goldstream, Sansanita, and Gold Gate. They preview that on the Magic Mike show. So go to get their take on some of those races on Friday action. Of course, we covered a lot of Saturday action as well. Uh, just remember, we're on Twitter at Races for Dudes, Instagram, and Facebook. With some SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, even a website at racedudes.com. If you follow us on Twitter, I don't know if anybody saw this today, but we released the uh, – It's Got to thank Paul. Yeah, I got a free beer, free beer with Paul. This guy loves this. is his favorite thing we, we do every year. And I, he, he was like, are you going to do it? A couple weeks ago, he's like, hey, you guys going to do it? I'm like, I, I don't know. I haven't thought much about it. And he's like, I love it. You, know, you got to do it. And, I, I just, I, and then literally two days ago, he's, he's like, hey, it's in your email. He's like, check it out. And I'm like, perfect. So, I mean, this guy seeded it. So, he's the committee. Uh, we didn't do it last year, obviously, because no March Madness. We felt like Derby Madness didn't make a lot of sense. But we started this sucker uh, in 2018. Picked it correctly, got justified. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2019, we correct we got to Omaha Beach, who was a favorite of the of the Kentucky Derby. Of course, scratched the the week of, and so we're two for two for favorites. Mm-hmm. We're one for two on winners. And let's just let's flip the bracket here. Um, go to all you got to do to follow along is just follow us on Twitter at races or racing underscore dudes, and go vote. Uh, we have. The let's see. Um, let's add my screen. We have we've done two regions that are out for voting right now. So if you haven't voted, you got to go vote right now. And there you go. And so you have. We did the Secretariat region and the Affirmed region today. Tomorrow I'll release the American Pharaoh and Seattle Slew regions. And all it is is just a, you know, life is good versus starting your dreams. Wayburn versus Molly motivated. You just go to vote, and then whoever has the higher percentage of votes on on Twitter. From the users, we'll move move forward. So, looking at this, obviously life is good. It's going to get to the final four concert tour. It, and this also makes it interesting. We do when we do this as we go along because you have horses that are going to be active. You know, like the, for this, it's this weekend. Say Proxy and, and Midnight Bourbon both advance, and they should. They're going to the, the the voting will be taking place during the Louisiana Derby. So yeah. you're kind of you're going to have that kind of influence as well. Um, so life is good. Feels like a, a locked in final four concert tour, uh, essential quality, the affirmed region that to me has, as, as Paul said, a lot of upset potential in the affirmed region. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Uh, we'll, we'll see There's a lot of, there's a lot of greatest honor fans out there. Uh, speaking of that, I love the comment today. Why don't you just start with life is good, greatest honor concert tour and, and essential quality and go from there. I guess because people like to have fun and vote and think about things, you know, I know that's hard for some people on Twitter to have fun, but people actually yeah, find exactly. this fun. Believe it or not, we don't just do it for our own amusement. Like there's a lot of things we could do if people didn't enjoy it. So people will have fun with this and that's what you should do. Don't take it all that serious and just think, I mean, honestly, like Wayburn, highly motivated. That's kind of interesting. Who would you want out of those two? You know, right. there's, you're there's a, a lot of things like that. Hype. So. You're making a horse at hype or a horse that beat them. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, it's, and, and, and I think it's fun to, and interesting to look because then you look at it and, and, and I was motivated. Last time I looked was, was pounding Wayburn in the voting. Yeah. And so that tells you a lot about what the, what the people think and, and the people are, are what matters. And, and, and so far, we're, we're, we're two for two on, on coming up with a Kentucky Derby fa- uh, favorite. So if that's, if that's anything, uh, loaded <laughs> – look at that. This is a really well-constructed bracket. Hey, yeah, uh, I agree. The, 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 the committee did well. Um, 
I voted for Spielberg for fun. Well, David, there you, that's it. And that's what's great. I mean, that's what's funny about it. Um, Keyword being fun, for fun. People are having fun. fun with this. Because we, <laughs> we don't care. And it's it, it's interesting, too, because uh, obviously you're going to have uh, the Florida Derby's next week, right? Mm-hmm. So by that time, we will probably be, you know, it will be lead eight or so. So you'll have a greatest honor for prevalence before the race. I, I, that's going to probably happen yeah. um, or the week of. So the, well, that will be interesting to see how people vote there. I imagine greatest honor will make it. Uh, I imagine you're going to have a collaborate, uh, collaborate versus Medina spirit. That will be very interesting, mm-hmm. especially if you get, say, say collaborate wins the Florida Derby and he gets beat by Medina spirit. That makes things super interesting. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's just fun. And and I think that's why we do it because it's fun. So <laughs> yeah, that's fun. People people enjoy it. Uh yeah, collaborate is up big over Roman Centurion. Uh, I'm trying to look, see if there's any other upsets. Uh highly motivated is up big over Wayburn. Um yeah, yeah all the rest of it looks to be the favorites are winning the polls right now. In this first round, I probably I just set him for a day, a day, because like it's gonna be hard pressed to find uh, someone that's gonna you know an upset for concertur, you know, run classic over concertur. Yeah. Um, but for when we get into like the elite eight, I'll probably make those couple days long because I do feel like is you could have some fluctuation there. But um, I, I love that starting in my dreams has five point four percent of the vote over <laughs> like it's good. <laughs> Oh, I know. Well, you know, a lot of people are just like, oh, I fucking hate Bathurst. So I just, yeah. you know, but yeah. no, no, it's fun. So um, yeah. I thought this was, I thought this, I'll bring this up. I, I do want to show people this because I equally was like, oh, that was, that was a fun year. So here, look at this. Um, you probably don't even remember this very well, but let's look at 2018. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you had a uh, Justify versus Audible, and you know McKinsey Justify Saul Meany. Saul Meany made the final four. Look at that; he was a one seed uh, too. How about that? Wow. Saul Meany and Audible. Um, you know, you have some you know horses like you know, of course, Good Magic getting beat by McKinsey. Magnum Moon, who won the Arkansas Derby, got beat by McKinsey. Um, Catholic Boy, there's your boy Catholic Boy. Yeah. Noble Indy, Bravazo. I mean, these are some old. These are these are some throwback sporting chance was a two seed oh my god (laughs) (laughs) oh wow so man justified defeated gravitos who never did anything sporting chance who never did anything but then had to defeat bolt the oro so beat him on the track and beat him where it mattered in the march in the derby madness and beat mckenzie a stable mate that 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 was pretty telling yeah yeah. Um, and then beat, of course, Audible, who both horses ran great in the Kentucky Derby. So where was yeah, Audible was third, just five course wins. Where is good magic on this list? Good where, magic. Oh, he was right a two here. seed. Yeah. He got beat by McKenzie. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. And then, um, and then I let's think look at let's look at twenty nine. Oh, you want to look at it more? No, it's fine. <laughs> look at twenty nineteen. Yeah. Let's look at twenty nineteen. Yeah. Because this one is a little more recent, so people can maybe get. Uh, and I apologize for uh, anyone that's not looking at this. Because you're probably like, "What the hell?" But we'll. Uh, so <laughs> here you got <laughs> Omaha Beach versus War of Will. Obviously, War of Will wanted to win the Preakness, so that was a pretty good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Game winner, Omaha Beach, Code of Honor, War of Will. That was a really good Final Four. Yeah. Um, of, you know, quality horses there. Where is Maximum Security? I want to say he didn't even make the gate um in the yeah tournament. probably because right. he was he was in he was in and when we did march he was uh he wasn't even a, a mention you know yeah yeah what about country house was he on this list yeah he was i think he yeah number three seed he got beat by roadster in the first round <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it i love it he got beat the, the Kentucky Derby got winner, so to speak, got beat by Roadster in the first round. Um, Tassis got beat a coat of honor. Yeah. Uh there was Heichel any, defeated Mucho Gusto and then Mucho and then Code of Honor defeated Heichel. Yeah. Bacoma, the uh the Met huh? Mile winner, got beat in the first round. 
Um, you got upset there. Bourbon War. Vacoma uh, got beat by Swaino. Can't make this up. Wow. That's cool. That's really cool to look back on. Hidden scroll. Now here, look at this. This is a horse. So this we thought it was we thought it was funny because I think it was the same spot uh the justify was and that kind of this and at that time it was a similar horse in a sense, you know, kind of like a yeah lightly raised under the radar and so and then of course hidden scroll just got bounded so didn't quite have the same path as justified did but no it's and and like this is again it's fun it's fun to look back at these and we'll look back at this Mm -hmm. one that we did this year next year and be like hey you remember when uh you know when whoever when highly motivated won the kentucky derby that was fun so (laughs) um but no it's fun to go look back and obviously this year seems like another year for Bob Baffert. All right. That's all the time we have, guys. Thank you so much. Hey, by the way, I heard someone mention, is there possible live stream? Uh, is live stream possible for this weekend? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm always up for a live stream. So if you guys. Yeah, I mean, worst case, it. I see like Oaks Derby talk. I mean, that would be kind of fun to do yeah, Fairgrounds I, Oaks. I think getting on for the last four races at Fairgrounds would be fun. We could do a group pick four. Um, and then, yeah, I, I would I would definitely be up for that. The uh, the young buck, I'm sure Ricky, he'll 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 drop his plans, right? You know, he'll, yeah, he'll do. Listen, surely um, he's got. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk. He's probably already like he's listening. He's like you know message us instantly. Like, I'll do it. Uh, but no, so stay tuned for that. If you see um, again, go subscribe, follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and you'll get alerted um, yep. if we do a live stream. Of course, be interesting to see our live reactions of who wins these races, especially. Uh, with Colonel Liam, the Oaks race, the Derby race, of course. So, all right, guys, thanks for tuning in tonight. I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Hultzman. Good luck this weekend. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com, as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com, as good as it gets. <laughs>